right, guys, what's going on? This is your host, R.S. Plaza. Today, I have a special guest. He goes by the name of Mike Felix. Mike, what's going on, man? Yo, what's going on, Ryan? Awesome, awesome, man. And it's great that we finally get to sit down. Long time, long time waiting, waiting, man. Right, at least least on the microphone, right? Yes, yes, yes. Because, yeah, because... um, you know, story is, not story is, but the truth is I see you like probably like three times a week. Um, <laughs> Whether it's on the street, <laughs> somewhere around here. Right. Man. So me and Mike share the same coffee shop. I don't know if you're like one of us that you have like your local community coffee shop that you always go into. Yeah. But um, me and Mike, we always connect at our local coffee shops. So I'll see them in there. Mike, Mike, get me a triple shot of mocha, whatever. <laughs> no, so Mike, what is your? Because you know this guy, if I remember right, like Mike's drink is kind of like extreme. She what? always gets it. Well, she gets ours swapped. So like you, he, get he, it, you get the cold triple mocha or something like that. I get the hot one. So she she kept giving it to me, thinking it was. Yeah, so that's the, I forgot about that story too. <laughs> so we go to the same coffee shop, and it's funny because we probably go like around the same times. So our coffee lady gets ours confused. So there's three. I thought you got like four shots. Sometimes I get four shots. Yeah, yeah. All right. If my clients are stressing me out, yeah. I was about to say, because I I believe I went up to the counter one time with you and I heard like four shots of mocha (laughs) something. I'm like, Lord have mercy. My heart's going to explode one of these days, man. Nah, nah, we ain't going to claim that. But Mike, man, tell the people a little bit of what you do and then um, let's take it from there. All right, man. Well, uh, first of all, thanks for having me on the show, man. Of course. I I definitely appreciate this. Love. It's an honor to be here, man. Thank you. What you're doing with the brand. Um, you know, with, with regards to me, man, there's sort of two sides to me. I'm big in, uh, I'm big in tech and, and specifically in, you know, getting more black people involved in, in tech, both entrepreneurially and just from a professional standpoint. So I started an organization here where I'm doing some cool stuff, bringing in people, guest speakers, and we're doing some, you know, really cool activities here in the community. Uh, other side is, you know, my, my background's technical. Um, so I, I got a degree in engineering. Got bored with that, but I love I loved sales and psychology. So nice. uh, what I do now is I do a lot of sales coaching and I create a lot of sales assets, like digital sales assets. So um, so I work with small businesses on taking them from A to B. They define what B looks looks like, and I and I create that journey for them online. So I build a ton of landing pages, make a bunch of websites. I do run a lot of campaigns, and I basically help them identify like what their like selling proposition is online. So is that like their like unique selling proposition or, you know, somewhere in the digital space for sure? Yeah, 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 definitely in the digital space. I mean, they tell me what their like selling proposition is and I kind of craft, I kind of craft what that would look like, you know, to get the attention of like people online. Nice, nice. Yeah. And I've, and I've seen you all over the place, man. I've seen a lot of your work. I know you do amazing things, man. Thanks. But, um, you know, I, and, and, and you'd say that it's, it's an honor. You're humbled to be on the show. But Big Dog, you were just on Fox News the other day. So it's like, I seen you on Fox News this week. And I'm like, hold on, I have him scheduled for the Saturday podcast on New Rich. Hold on. I think I made a right selection. So super dope, man. Again, you're doing a lot of amazing things in the community and in the black tech space and in tech space out here in general. So I applaud you for that. But 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 talk to us, man. What was that about? Like, why were, why were you on Fox? Um, so, uh, you know, of course, it's Black History Month, so they were they were acknowledging some cool stuff going on in the community. And um, and, and so, you know, part of that is, you know, building building that community. So here in Central Florida, you know, there's a ton of cool stuff happening downtown. Uh, there's a ton of, ton of cool stuff happening, um, you know, in, in surrounding areas. And, and, you know, I was basically, me and one of the other co-founders were on there just kind of describing um, you know some of the, some of the upcoming activities that we have, why the organization was started in the first place, 
and how that kind of aligns with, with the growth of Orlando, especially again with it being Black History Month. So nice. That's awesome, man. That is so, that is so cool because, you know, like you're, you're sharing your passion, but you're, you're also like exposing the community to what's to what's out there. And I'm a firm believer in that exposure is, is what's going to take us there. But wait, how did you even get involved in, in, in to begin with in that black tech? Because like, what is your role in the, in the exact role? Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm one of the co-founders. I'm one of the co-founders. Nice. We all kind of share a lot of the responsibility with the planning and stuff like that. But um, how did you get involved with that? So uh, I, I've been here in Orlando for like 15, 16 years. Um, and uh, five of us came to the table two years ago. And we were like, hey, you know, where's where are all the black founders? Where are all the black investors? Like, where's all the black startups? You know, um, and and because we could, because we had trouble because we had trouble like just rattling off names, we were like, damn, we should create a community around that so that we could bring those founders together, bring those resources together to, to create some type of, you know, some type of ecosystem around it, you know? So um, we started with just a meetup. We literally said, hey, you know what? Let's find a venue. Let's just get a dope speaker and have them talk about something in tech and let's see how many people come. And we filled the room, man. And then we did it again, and then the size doubled. Then we did it again, and the size doubled. So we're like, oh shit, we got something here, you know? So. Nice. Why do you think that we're not, why do you think that the minority community and just a lot of people in general aren't focused so much on tech? Like, you, you know, we're not talking like, I, I, well, maybe now we are. Yeah. You know, now like it, it is, and I, I feel like not as large as we should, but why, why is that? Why don't we focus, and especially in minorities, why don't we focus on that? I mean, it's it, this this that's a big question, man. But uh, honestly, it's it, it's it's sort of like a monkey see monkey do, man. Like from a pipeline perspective, um, there's still a lot of you know in black communities, you know, let, like as an example, right? Like there's 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 a lot of folks now that you know, like let's say you let's say you grew up in like Paramore or something, and you go and you get an engineering degree or you get into tech, like you're not going back. Like typically, they don't go back to Paramore to buy their house, right? Like, yeah, they yeah. Move to like Windermere, so. Um, you know, you move to some of these different different places. The kids growing up don't see that shit. You know? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, they yeah. Don't see it. Um, you know what happens is what what do they see? They see well. All right, well, LeBron James is on TV and he's a millionaire. All right, well, I want to do that. Or you know, hey, uh, you know, this guy down the street that drives that the, the that that Cadillac, you know, or that dunk, like, you know, they're making good money. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need to do that. You know, so um, it. I think it's a matter of what's praised too. You know, so um. You know, if 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 you don't have enough people in those communities praising, you know, different stuff in tech, then you know they, they're just not going to gravitate towards it. But again, with it's getting better, it's getting better, you know. But um, we still got a lot of work to do, man. Yeah, that's so true, and and I get that, man. And and, and that's kind of like a, that's like a, a catch twenty two too, right? Because. Yeah. There's one side, you know, let's take it down another route. So there's one side of you going back to your community and you buying in your community and you and you investing and growing back into your community once you you come up. But then there's also like I think we have to get past this notion too when like that community, like sometimes the community doesn't accept you coming back and buying. Right. Right? Right. And I think as a community too, that's what happens amongst us, you know, and people in general. Yeah. You know, you're like, we're not being prayed. Like, we don't get the praise to come back. You know, like, I, I always, I made this in my post, like, with Ayo winning the Grammy the other day. Like, I, I wanted to make the post and appreciate him. And, like, when I see him out, do something for him. Because 
we don't do that. Like yeah. we we're not we're not celebrating the winners in our own community. Yeah. And then it's it's like, oh, you know, well, well why is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, we got it. I mean, no, you're you're absolutely right. But at the same time, when it comes to when when it comes to those communities, somebody's gonna come back and buy it. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. It, it could be us. It could be somebody else. Like, yeah. I mean, again, you look right down the street, man. Like they're building that all that stuff. Uh, somebody's coming in and buying it. So it's either you know you, it. it there is a level of like acceptance, but then there's a level of just responsibility, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, that's great. You know, hopefully that's... some of the stuff we're doing, man, it, it gives us the power and the resources to be able to just at least, you know, come back in and help, you know? Now, how do we, now, how do we, how do you stay in the loop, right? Because this is a conversation that I have with some of my friends sometimes, and it's like, it may, it, it, and I feel like you do a well job of like staying in the loop in the community, but what are some resources, what are some things to do? Like if I'm, if I'm, want to do something in the community and I want to grow and buy and, and, and get involved in the community, where do I look? Because sometimes I feel like people just don't know yeah. how to get involved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's one of the reasons why, like, I mean, this organization and everything that we're doing is grassroots. Um, it, like, it involves making connections, man, and it also involves tracking everything that everybody's doing like you got to make like i have a list of all of the people that are that, that are responsible for different things here in central florida um i have a list of like government officials i have a list of people who are who have social platforms i have a list of people who are involved in youth related stuff i have i have a list of teachers like i have a list of people who like if i say hey you know what i want to get in front of like 500 students this week um like i have people i can just call you know um if if i'm like hey you know what like um, you know, I want to find out what grants are going to be available this year. Like, I have people that I could just call, but it also takes forming good, like, relationships, you know? Like, um, ever since I've been here, like, I, I really haven't had this, like, you know, like, I'm always asking for stuff type of yeah, you know, yeah. interest to me. So that's why, like, a lot of people have been very welcoming with regards to, like, hey, Mike, what do you need? You know, you need a venue? All right, I got you. Hey, Mike, oh, you need food for this event? All right, I got you, you know? Um, and so after a while, people start to recognize and they buy into like what you're doing, you know, so so that's that also helps. But that's how you stay connected and plugged in. Yeah, I, I, I think that's so important, your network, your community, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, having that that connectivity because, you know, that's how you win, you know, leverage, you know, leveraging the people around you, leveraging the opportunity. And, and of course, I think that's something that you do well as well. And like knowing people's strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's where your wealth comes from, man. Like even in business too. I mean, that like we're doing some cool stuff in, in in the community, but I mean, even in business too. I mean, I I don't market too much. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Market too much. I, I actually uh, I showed the power of like um of like referral marketing by um like I was on Instagram, right? And I have a couple different uh I have a couple different Instagram accounts, and so I went on one of my other Instagram accounts that I don't really I don't really use too much, and I went and I. I sent a message to somebody. I'm like, hey, you know, like your website doesn't look too good. Like you should definitely like hit up this guy, Mike Felix. Mind you, I'm I'm sending them that. Oh <laughs> my it's god. Funny. It's funny because they hit me up. Now, when I hit people up directly, they don't respond to me. Yeah. So I have to say some crazy off the wall type stuff for them to respond to me. But when I refer myself, they hit me up, you know. So oh, wow. that's so the that's... power of just you know, having, having, you know, having something reflected your way, you know, and so I, I, I do that in business as well. That's great. That's great. So you refer yourself. I refer my, well, I mean, not to say I do it all the time, yeah. <laughs> but I just, I wanted to prove to one of my clients that, you know, um, like, like I, I did this, um, I had this post the other day. I said, you know, whenever you're marketing, like focus on being 
Tom, not an ass. And what I meant by that was, like, Tom means top of mind. So all of us, I mean, we all have our personal brands, our professional brands, um, and some of us come off as, you know, you know, somebody, everybody remembers you for something. Yeah. So if, if you come off as Tom, you, you'll be top of mind. If you come off as an ass, that means you're always selling something. Mm-hmm. And that's why real estate agents have a bad rap. You know, insurance agents typically have a bad rap. So I, I, I try to paint a brand that people kind of, you know, resonate with. You know what I'm now, where, where's the happy median, though, right? Like, and what is a good, for, is there a certain formula that you follow to, to paint that picture and not be always selling something, like, and always asking how, to, what is that balance there? Um, well, I mean, I look at sales, I look at sales a certain way, so a really good book, it's called To Sell as Human by Dan Pink. Okay. Um, I mean, he, he, he totally flips the script on, like, how people should see sales. Um, I gained a tremendous amount of confidence in what I do just because, like, when it, whenever I hit somebody up, like, I let them know that, you know, I'm, I'm pseudo doing you a favor, right? Yeah. Like, we're, the, the, reality, the reality of what's happening here is you, whatever you invest or pay should, far, should be way less than what the return on your investment should be. You know Correct. what I'm saying? So, um, you know, I try to communicate that as much as possible so that people value you know, what it is I'm bringing to the table, you know what I'm saying? So, so when I look at it that way, it doesn't always come off as sales. It just comes off as me always delivering value in exchange for something. Adding value. Adding value is so important. And I had this argument the other day. It's just like continue to add value, man. The more value that you add, you're going to walk away a winner, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, and, and we just have to get away from that mentality of like, you know, I just need to do it for the dollar. I need to yeah. do it for... Exposure, like just add value, you're gonna yeah, win. Yeah, yeah, but that's also, that's also a challenge that we have in the black community too. Um, I don't know if you ever heard. Have you ever heard of Maslow's pyramid of needs? I have, but refresh me. Yeah, so Maslow's the psychologist, um, and Maslow's his last name, but he came up with this pyramid, where at the base of the pyramid, when it comes to like what you think about, like you, the base of the pyramid is, and mind you, it's, the, it's a pyramid of needs. The base of the pyramid is like your ability to eat your security, your safety, you know, uh, you know, that's, you need that. And so that's the foundation point of everything else. And then you have different tiers, but at the top of the pyramid is like self-actualization. Um, the problem within anything we do, uh, you know, regardless of who you are, is you typically focus on that, on that pyramid in that order. Now, there's other, there's people right now that don't necessarily have to focus on that base layer, the security, that's good yeah eating and all that so so they can they have the energy to focus on the self-actualization um certain people in the black community when we start businesses we're like yo i need to eat this month yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah. my rent this so 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 they get into this like i need to close i need to while other people they can sit back comfortably knowing like hey i'm i'm secure i'm safe i'm eating so i can comfortably give you all of myself without even you know, expecting too much, you know, so, so it comes off more authentic, but at the same time, it's because they don't have to worry about that base layer. Yeah. Uh, one of my mentors always tells me, he, like he, when I, when I'll go like independent and I was working for myself, like right now, he's like, make sure that you could just like figure out that number that you need to cover your base needs. Yeah, yeah. He's like, because once your base needs are covered, then now you're thinking creatively, you're thinking in a state of openness, freedom, create, creative instead of survival yes, hunger pain yes, yes, um, yes. so important so 
manifestation, right? Do you believe in manifestation? I sure do. Have you, has there been a moment where you like manifested like something that you could say like, man, I know I manifested that. Like that was the power of manifestation. Man, I, um, I come across that a lot, man. That's good. That's good. Me too. Almost, almost daily. I can, I'm, it's actually to a point where like even my attitude, like how I see the world, how I, you know, what comes, like if if I wake up in a certain mood, um, you know, cause I, cause I do, I wake up in shitty moods sometimes or, or, or sometimes, you know, I get a, I get an email and it's like, it's, it's not good, but when it comes to, you know, how, how I can sort of paint and design what the rest of my day looks like, my week, um, you know, I can always say that it came from that original thought. Yeah, or yeah. It, it came from that, that one little seed that I planted mentally that manifested into something that I, that I ultimately cultivated in my mind, man. So yeah, We were kind of talking about this on the way here, but, you know, I got ready. And we live pretty close to each other. We, yeah. we both live um, downtown. So we had, we had selected a meeting point, and I'm walking over to the meeting point because it's so close I could walk over and as I'm walking over it was like and it was maybe this was what I was trying to express now that I, now that I think of it is like I, I was manifest like I found myself in this moment of manifestation yeah. like wow like I'm walking to go record a podcast yeah. like I feel good I look good I feel great <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that was a manifested moment for me because yeah. it's like if I could be doing anything else in the world right now it would be in a dope scenery with yeah. some dope vibes on yes. going to do some dope stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what I was doing. Yeah. So it's cool. The power of manifestation, man. I love it. I love it. Um, so mindset, the new rich, my whole new rich brand, the podcast, something I really want to focus on is mindset. What is your feelings on mindset? Like what mindset do you carry throughout your day? to get you to what you want to be? Because I feel like you're one of these people, you're always wanting more, you're always stretching, pushing the limits. What mindset do you try to embody to keep you moving? Um, I, uh, so that's, that's, that's hard. And, and everything that I'm about to say, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface it with the fact that there's certain things that I'm still not as good at, right? Um, but I, I love... I love a mindset of, of simplicity, um, and and being brilliantly basic, and, and and I try to keep that mindset as much as possible because I think like when you talk to any professionals or, or or any experts in anything, like they're really good at making things simple, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, I, again, I told you I studied engineering and I'm in tech. Um, it's really easy for me to complicate everything. <laughs> you know, it's easy for me to complicate everything, but it's it's really hard to to make things simple. And so, you know, I try to use that mindset throughout the day. Whenever I'm talking to my clients, if I'm building something, if I'm strategizing on something, I'm trying to I'm trying to simplify it as much as possible so that I can, you know, so I can get some of the things I want. Why is it that we make things complicated? Like why do you feel like we get it in our own way sometimes? Conditioning. Conditioning the education system, uh, you know that that's what we we're taught. We we're taught to make things complicated. That's crazy. We were, we, ever since we were born, we you know, and, and and even like from our circadian rhythm and everything, like we were we were told when to wake up, we were told when to eat, we were told when to do all the stuff. Then we go to school, we were told how to do math. Now they're doing math totally differently. We were told what to use. We were told what failure and success looks looks like by the people that may not know what failure and success look like. So so like we were conditioned to complicate things, and and we were also conditioned to think that the more complicated something is, the more valuable it mm, is. That's good, you know, that's like, good. Like, like you, you look at some of the wealthiest people 
on the planet, you know, they, they, they don't know calculus. They know addition and subtraction. You know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, but, yeah. But then you got these PhDs and these engineers that, like, they, they're into derivatives and integrals and all that stuff. That doesn't equate to more. That just, yeah. It's more complicated, you know? So, I mean, again, we, we were just conditioned to make things complicated, man. That's so, that's so powerful. That is, that is really good. And, and it's true, man. Like, when we look back, it's just, I was, I was thinking about this too the other day. I'm excited to see what the next five, 10 years look like for me. Yeah. Like one of my mentors, I called him up not too long ago. It was a Friday night and I was home. It was like 8.30. He's like, man, you're home on a Friday night. I'm like, you know, I'm just chilling, but I'm reflection. I'm, I'm reflecting, you know, I wanted to take a day to reflect. Right. And I was like, yo, like, you know me one of the, one of like, one of the most, like at anybody, I was like, do you feel that I'm doing all right? Like, you know, do you feel like at my age, like where I'm at, like, do you feel like I'm doing all right? And he was like, yeah, man. He was like, yeah, like, you know, you got this, you got, yeah, you've done this and that. But it's funny because we program ourselves to, to think that we, we should be somewhere else. Yeah. Or we should be yeah. in another position. Yeah. And he was like, I'm excited for, he's like, I'm excited to see your next 10 years. Right. He was like, because you, you've been reconditioning yourself. Yeah. And I, when I thought about it, I was like, man, wow. Like, so this year has been more and more about intentionally reprogramming and reconditioning myself yeah. like even at the house and one of my mantras and shout out to to sandra for this it's like and i've been hearing it a lot lately is how you do one thing you do everything yes have you heard about yes, that have you heard yes, that yes. that's been my mantra lately yeah. like even in the gym shout out to coach mo we've been in the gym a couple of <laughs> couple of mornings and when i'm doing my reps and i'm doing certain things because he's very sticker like all right 12 reps this one 10 reps this one yeah. and I'm like, I want to do, instead of the 12 reps, I want to do 10 because I feel like 10 is good enough. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, how you do one thing is how you do everything. Yes. And that's been translating into, so I agree with like that programming conditioning. Yeah. Is there, is there, so I use mantras. Like that's one of my mantras right now is how you yeah, do yeah. one thing, you do everything. Yeah. And throughout the day, I, I do that. Is there any mantras like that you, that you remind yourself about? Um, I mean, I would. I would say one of the things that I tell myself every day is um, like I'm, I'm big on progress. Okay. Um, I'm not always so big on like where I'm at now because I believe I, I believe in seasons and I also believe on, you know, like a maturity of where you're at. But um, like 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 I always say, be better than who you were yesterday, man. And, and, and I keep telling myself that be better than who you were yesterday. Like I put up a list of all the things that I want to do. I want to be better at this year. Yeah, um, that's good. And uh, and and it had it was communication. It was rest. It was, you know, focus you know there's so much stuff um but i keep telling myself like am i better today than i was yesterday that's good you know, that's I keep, good i keep telling myself and, and that's an abe lincoln quote you know and, yeah um so that's one of them the other one is just sharpening sharpening my saw man every every day i'm trying to figure out am i doing something uh you know smarter rather than harder i'm not trying to work hard man like i know you know we're we're, we're in a hustle culture now um but but there's plenty of people that, that are working hard and broke man yeah um, that's so true so, so, so I'm big on working as smart as possible now. Did you see that Diddy video like like a day or two ago? He talked on that. Really? Yeah, he, he literally said something so similar. He was like, you know, I made it to this point to where I could pay people to do certain things for me now. And he's yeah. like, that's why I hustled all this time. Yeah. He was like, but it's it's to work smarter. He's like, I'm not trying to work hard anymore. Right. You know, it's like it's about working smarter. Yeah. So that's so good. So Mike, I know in the community, I want to I want to want to shift gears real quick. I know in the community you you um, you advocate a lot for where this, the money going, mm -hmm. right? Especially like within our community, and I, I admire that about you. So let's talk about that. 
where, you know, are we getting the support, like, you know, in the black tech community, in the minority tech community? Like, are we getting that support? Or like, where are the dollars going for our organizations? Um, or in tech in general, is right. tech getting funding uh, in, in? It is, it is. Uh, so so my, my narrative is a little bit different than a lot of other people in, like, in, involved in like black tech, black entrepreneurship, stuff like that. Um, Yes, you know, in our country in just period, there, you know, there was, there was a lot of racism, right? Um, but at the same time, there, there always comes a time when you realize that, you know, r r racism, racism and, and, and some of the disparities that we're seeing in our community, like getting funding and stuff like that, um, like the roles kind of swapped, right? Like, like most people, when they think of racism, they think of hate, you know? Um, racism is actually a, a word based off of supremacy. You know, so the reason I, I preface it with that is um, anybody that comes up with a great idea and they can articulate the idea so that someone else can envision it is going to get the money they need, period. Mm, um, that's good. Say that one more time. Say that one more time. Uh, anybody, that, anybody that can come up with a really good idea and articulate it um, in, in a way that somebody else can see it will get the money. That's good. Period. That's money's good. green. Money's not white. Money's not black. Um, you know, there are black billionaires. Um, and... and the narrative that like like certain things in the black community is not being funded because we're black, um, that's not always it's not always true. Um, a lot of it is we we within our community we just need to get way better at articulating, um, you know why certain things are important. You know, like an example, like like within black tech, this is one thing I struggle with, um, and this is one thing we we struggle with overall. Um, everybody runs around and like you know we need more diversity, we need more diversity, we need more black black uh, companies getting funded and to be honest with you the next question is why yeah yeah let's talk about it why yeah. right um um and and if you can't articulate that you're not going to get the money it, that, that's the that's that that will be i promise you i'll be on my deathbed i'll be on my deathbed and we will still have that same conversation right um it's not a matter of everything being equal because they, i don't believe in equality i i, I don't believe in equality like we there's certain things when, when people, um, you know, like when it, when it comes to mani manifestation, people have, people are ahead of the curve, I, I get that. But we live in a world now where we can design what we want. And it's a matter of designing things that other people can see and then you can get people to buy into it, you can get people to fund it, you can get people to connect the dots to bring together resources. It's just a matter of doing it more, you know, so. I agree, let's get out of that mindset of like, there's they're like, like, I talk about this with haters, right? For the longest yeah. time, you're like, my haters, you know, I got haters this, I haters that, like, man, it, don't focus on the haters. And I think that's what we have to stop focusing on the narrative. Yeah. Focus on creating things. Focus on creating platforms, yeah. right? Yeah. Like if I focused on the haters or if I focused on the people that were saying stuff, I would have never got the podcast off the, the ground. I would have never got the shirts off the ground. I would have never got anything that I'm doing off the ground because there's going to be more and more people. And I still, it's still hard for me to... To, to acknowledge it and I guess it's because I don't acknowledge it like man like I don't want to talk about haters you know because I don't get it man like it's, yeah. it's funny I don't even it's but I like that don't, let's but, not fuck yeah. but I mean you'll, you'll be surprised man Some, sometimes we're in our own oh. way like I, I, I have a, I have and going back to what you said about mentality right like I mean I know we just spoke about that but um, quick quick example um, I left I went to go work for this for this insurance company and of course, within any insurance company, like there's, there's like a managing partner. So the managing partner is responsible for growing the business, right? So I remember like when I was leaving, I, I got one of my friends to, 
um, you know, go in and um, and go go into the firm or whatever. So you know, he was he he was there, and after a while, he you know, the managing partner was like kind of on him, like yo, like your, your numbers, 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 and um, and when I spoke to him, uh, the the response was like yo, like he's 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 getting on me, and I was like, oh well, why is that? And he was like, oh, cause that's cause I'm black, right? Uh-huh. So fast forward years now, fast forward a couple of years now, um, fast forward a couple of years, uh, I, I have another buddy at the same firm, same firm, same managing partner, white guy. Um, so he and I got, he and I got really close. So, um, you know, of course he knew I used to work there and everything. So we have conversations. So he goes, so he goes, man, my managing partner is on me, man. And I'm like, oh, okay, why is that? And he, and he, he paused for a second and he goes, he just wants me to be great. Wow, mindset. So I look at that and I'm like, those two two people, two two colors, two different colors. One of them may be slave by how they perceive their perception, and others, somebody else, just has an always progressive attitude, and that's going to take them farther. Yeah, how you perceive yourself is how other people are going to perceive you. Yeah, and I think self sabotage. Even myself, man. Like I, I catch myself. Like it's easy to self sabotage what you have going on. Like yeah, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. if you don't get out of here, like, and I think there's books on it and everything. Like get out your own way. Oh yeah, man. Like there's, yeah. it's so easy to get in your own way. Yeah, yeah. Why we do it, I don't know, but man, it's easy. So, but I like, you know, I talked about this before, like cancel, cancel. Like I have little things like when I started getting my head, cancel, cancel. Like, no, 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 no. I ain't even thinking about it. Nope. No, no, no. Yeah. Undo, undo, escape, escape, escape. Um, and it's so easy, man. And I think people think like, it's just them. It's, it's everybody. I think the most successful people, we probably battle with it, even the worst, you know, people on the come up the worst, especially when you're seeing people around you, when we know it's easy to get in your own mind. Yeah. All right, Mike, I'm going to try something new. Yeah, what's up? On podcast, you're going to be a guinea pig. All Let's right. run it. I'll be a guinea pig. Uh, cool. uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ramble off around like 10 words. Okay. For each word, I want you to give me the first like one or two things that you think of. Uh, okay. All, All right. right. Let's just rapid fire. Oh, you ready? Right. This is right. <laughs> first one, power. Power. Ah, uh, I think of control. All right. Money. Leverage. All right. And a tool. 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 Okay. Uh, Pain. Progress. Focus. Follow one course until successful. Ah, Exposure. Platform. Coffee. Energy. Pizza. (laughs) Unhealthy. (laughs) That's good. That's good. (laughs) Dreams. Vision. New rich. Vision. <laughs> new rich. Uh, future, man. Future. New rich future. Nice, nice. All right. Those were my, my, my uh, rapid that, fire. Man. I like that. I, I, I like that. You got to keep doing that. Nice, nice. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. That's just something different. That was cool. I appreciate you uh, cooperating. But, Mike, last words of advice, man. If you had, you know, for the you, for anybody listening, man, um, I know you have tons of knowledge, tons of wisdom. There was just something that you could give away with the people. What would it be, man? Um, I mean, I, I know a lot of people say the, the cliche, you can be whatever you want to be, and you can do whatever you want to do, and success is right there and stuff like that. Um, but I, I'm, a, I'm a big proponent of bringing, peop- bringing things into reality. Um, whatever's not written down is just, a, is just a wishful thinking, man. So, you know, for, for, for the youth, for any aspiring entrepreneurs, current entrepreneurs that feel stuck, 
or anybody that's like, man, I'm not making enough money or I don't have enough this, I don't have enough, enough that, get a piece of paper. It sounds so basic, man. Get a piece of paper and just spend some time, clear your mind and just whiteboard you know, what you want, where you're at, what, what your point A looks like, what you want your point B look to, to look like, and your mind is gonna start to manifest. I mean, it's gonna start to bring that stuff to fruition, man. So bring it into reality by writing it down. That's dope. That's dope. And before we close out, man, and I think it's perfect time. You know, you talked about beginnings. You talked about ends. As we were walking over to the office to do the, the, the podcast, we were talking about, you know, the beginning and ends in marketing, right? And I want to close on this one. But we talked about beginning and end and how, you know, talk about that story, man. How, like, you know, how we use storytelling and marketing and beginning to end thing, if you remember it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, it was pertaining to my, my, my business partner who studied neuromarketing. Um, you know, when, when it comes to stories, when it comes to sales and marketing, it, it's always a journey. Um, and whenever you, whenever you go on a journey, uh, you know, there's, there's an end. You know, there's, you're, you're going somewhere. So when it comes to stories, our minds are, are conditioned to, to, to love beginnings and ends. So when you start to hear a story, that's, that's why there's something, there's climaxes. That's why yeah. when you go to the movies, you know, you go to the movies because there's going to be an end to yeah. the movie, you know. So, um, so, so when you tell a, tell a story, you're essentially getting people into a frame of mind, but ultimately leading them to whatever you want that end to be. And then it's your job as a, as a storyteller to get them to, to, to empathetically move them in the direction that you want to move them to through that story. Boom. If I was like DJ Clue, I'd drop a bomb right there. <laughs> Dropping gems, man. That was awesome. All right. Well, let's close it up, Mike. By what's your story in five years, 10 years? You know, God forbid, at the end of your road, when you're 150 years old and, and, and I'm at your funeral, what is the story, man, that you want people to know about Mike? Man, I doubt I'm going to be 150, man. Um, shoot, I'll be lucky if I have another 40, man. But uh. I, I, uh, I want, you know, I, I want to I leave the world better. Um, than what it was before I got here. I think there's, there's a quote that says, you know, there's the two most important day, days of your life is the day you were born and the day you figured out why. Um, I, I actually had a speech impediment when I was younger. I, you know, my, my parents were about to send me to a speech pathologist, and I think the Lord blessed me with the ability to articulate and communicate my, communicate my thoughts um, because I feel that my purpose is to, um, it, it is to move people. You know, my purpose is to move people po you know, in a positive direction, get them, to where they want to go, and so um, you know, in five to ten years, you know, I, I ultimately want to have a platform to be able to do that more. You know, I, I want to be able to have you know a, a certain social following that that see me as somebody that, that 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 has a genuine interest in you know getting them to be better better forms of themselves, man. That's dope. That's dope. So, Mike, where do they follow you? That was amazing, by the way. And again, thank Thanks, you man. so thank much you. You. for your time. Where did they reach you at? Where did they follow you online? How did they get a hold of you? And everything, man. Let me tell you, my website has everything. MikeFelix.com, M-I-K-E-F-E-L-I-X. You got my phone number, my email address, my calendar, my social media links. Um, you know, some of the, you'll see a high level, some of the stuff that I do, my background. So um, my website has everything, man. MikeFelix.com. Awesome. MikeFelix.com. Check it out. Well, guys, thank you for listening. Mike, thank you once again oh, for being you, here. It's an honor, man. man he, went from, hey, he went from Fox to the New Rich community, <laughs> I man. Love it, man. I love so it. I appreciate you taking your time and doing this. Guys, remember to please subscribe, share, rate five stars if you like it, write a review, and also you can catch us on BNewRich.com. Thank you guys again and have a great day.
New Witch!